It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, this is Bonners. Hi, this is Bushy. Bushy, isn't it cold, mate? Oh, what a week. It's freezing cold. Bonners is not built for this weather, Bushy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode 18 of the 8 for 52 podcast. We're doing it here at Cowling Cricket Club on Wednesday evening, night time, and it's probably about five. Well, it feels like that anyway, doesn't it? All right, DMS, as always, get us on Instagram. We're not doing the email anymore. Bushy, I've binned it. Yay. Gone. Cool. Insta, that's the only way you can get us now. Well, you can get us on email, but no one does. Anyway, international games, they're closer. They start next week. Bushy. I'm very excited about that. Seven days from the day we're recording this podcast. January 31. January 31st, Canada versus Hong Kong, China. Well, it's fantastic. We'll cover that in Sky Plaza Road. I'm super excited about that. So much cricket around the corner. We had the Premier League Grand Final last weekend. And uh, after we had those great interviews with both captains in episode 17, if you haven't listened, go back and have a listen, HKCC came out and defended their title in style. And we will cover that in outs and ins, of course. I just want to talk about something a little bit more broadly about Premier League. Go on. And the players used. So Hong Kong Cricket Club, across the Premier League one-day season, used 14 players. Okay? That sounds about right. I only know one difference from the final to the game that KCC played against them in the round robin. That was uh, Kinship being out and Shiv being in. Yeah. 14 players they used. KCC used 18 players. Now, Two of which were injuries in that last game, Jay Davidson and Azaz Khan. So really, you could argue 16, but they used technically they used 18 players. Pakistan Association used 17 players across the tournament. USRC used 18 players across the tournament. LSW used 23 players across the tournament. Now, of those 23, 10 of them played one game. Okay? Now, I can go through the others. PAC, 8. Played yeah. one game out of yeah. 17. But LSW played... 10 of the players played one game. And this comes back to the Cricket Hong Kong rule about Saturday League cricket. Mm-hmm. If you play more than one Premier League game, you can only play... Um, you, you, you can't play Saturday League cricket anymore. So they had 10. So I wonder why they're weak. They used 23 players. 10 of them only played one game each. Well, I think they're going to run out of players for the one for the um, T20s. The Premier League T20s. Are they, they might are they not going to play again? No, it's, it's, so it's those ten all carry over. Well, those ten, mm. if they play another game, are not eligible for Saturday cricket if they're over twenty for next season and this season. Wow! All right, so this is—I don't dispute the rule, but it leads me back to the conversations that we're having previously about the structure of the Premier League competition mm-hmm. and our idea about. A franchise-based system, mm-hmm. okay, which is not going to go ahead, and I get it's that. It's not going ahead, but it's gathering more steam. There are more people coming up to me and saying, that's a great idea. And like you said last week, someone came up to you and told you your idea, which is... Well, they had just asked me what I thought of the idea. Mm. And I said, well... Well, well I had someone this week. I'm quite supportive of my own idea. Yeah, somebody this week came up to me and said they're very supportive of the idea as well. There you go. So it is gathering some momentum. But let's just assume it doesn't progress. It should progress. But if it doesn't, that's mm. okay. Cricket and Hong Kong have their reasons. Fully respect that. Ravi put up that idea of that loan system out from clubs into other clubs. I'll tell you what, they should start that tomorrow. Because LSW... They could do with some support into this T20 Premier League season that's coming up because there's 10 guys on the play. I don't know they're going to field a team. You look at HKCC and KCC, guys that could be loaned out for Premier League, right? I'll just name four from HKCC. Shiv? Yep. Aria Panjwani? Correct. 
Chandra Amani, the Iceman. Correct. Danny Matt. Of course. Come to KCC. Samad Khan. Yep. Dash Vora. Yep. Jaden Botfield. Yep. Ahan Trevetti. Okay. Right. There's eight players on the bench there that under Ravi's loan system, who now they're not going to play every game for LSW, of course, but LSW could have a look at that. For KCC, you could also add in the two that came into the final. Niaz Ali, if he doesn't play, if he plays again, no more Saturday games for him, right? That's the thing. So Niaz Ali is out. He yeah. Might, he can't get picked for KCC. So he won't. He, he, I haven't put him in that pot yeah. because he can't play another Premier League game anyway. Where these boys are all under twenty, yeah. Therefore, they're not under that restriction. They yeah. can still play their Saturday cricket. So there's eight players there, and there'll be more. They're just top of my head, right? Um, who could bench and support LSW and probably USRC PACC as well, for that matter? Who had USRC had seven players playing only one game of the eighteen. So I put it out there again, Ravi. You came on. It was a great idea. It's got the full support here. If we're not going full franchise, get the loan system in place. Because it'll be fantastic for the clubs and it'll be fantastic for the development of the younger players in, in Hong Kong as well. Mm, I completely agree. I'm fully on board with this one. Well, there you go. That's rare. That's good. That's good. Anyway, enough for that for the moment. All last week's games, we're going to have, well, we'll cover it in detail, the Premier League final. It was well, a lot to cover there, actually. That'll be an outs and ins as well as the seven other matches across the four comps in total. Ins and outs with seven matches across three comps, including the resumption of Sunday Division Elite One. I'll be calling one of those games this week. Sky Plaza Road Tri-Series underway next Wednesday, January 31st with Hong Kong v Canada. And we have the Hong Kong squads. Firstly, though, Bushy, as always, we're just not at a Hong Kong. We focus on Hong Kong, but we're broadcast around the world, and I love to hear who's listening to us around the globe. None. Oh. None. We have listeners in non. Non. Is, am I pronouncing that correct? I, I, I don't know. Whereabouts in Germany is that? It's in France. Oh, sorry, France. Well, France was part of Germany for a while. <laughs> no, they're not going to listen anymore. Uh, it's the one spelled Nantes. Oh, Nantes. Yeah. Nantes. That's in the south. <laughs> You're That's not. The bloke. It's in the north or the centre. I, I, I didn't even bother doing enough research to figure out how to pronounce it How properly. many listeners have we got in Nantes? Oh, they're listening to more than one podcast, so they've been listening in for a while now. Oh, good. Well, welcome, I don't everyone. have any French. I actually just tried some and it was uh, gibberish, but uh, yeah, welcome, France. One of the most beautiful countries in the world on so many levels. saint Remy de Provence, one of the best holidays I've ever had. There you go. I don't know if it's near Nantes, though. Uh, well, maybe you'll get to Nantes welcome, next time. Welcome our French friends, because this is the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Let's get on with the show. Giddy up. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Botters. Outs and ins and the highlight of the last weekend, of course, was the Premier League one-day final where the arch-rivals clashed in the final out at Mission Road. KCC went into this game undefeated but under strength with Jay Davidson and Azaz Khan, both huge outs. HKCC batted first and Niaz Ali drafted in for Azaz. He dismissed Martin Katsia. On Martin's second ball, actually, and when Niaz dismissed... The Cricket Hong Kong captain Nazakat for six. HKCC were two for 22. Angie Rath and Captain Kinchett dug their heels in, both with well-made half-centuries, and she was dismissed for 53 with the score on 83. At it, Gorawara, a nice patient 23, kept HKCC scoring, ticking up. And then Rag Kapoor, a quick-fire 55 off 50, combined with Kinchett's patient 61 so HKCC grind their way to 5 for 205 after 50 now that's not a big score not a big score at all especially for a final 
And KCC at that time would have been absolutely full of confidence. KCC innings underway and Mo Khan out for 15. Well, Mo was the only batter in the top eight to reach double figures. Sonny with two, Bubba five, Jamie the captain eight, Danielle the new superstar for KCC, Chris Carter and Devon Bolsara coming into the side all didn't trouble the scorers. Dan Pascoe faced 85 balls for 24 not out, combining with Niaz Ali, who scored 40 off 21 to put some respectability to the score, but they were rolled for 123, losing by 82. HKCC defended their title and were the winners on the day. Yeah, Bushy, it was, um, you were out there the whole day commentating. Give me some thoughts on it. Well, firstly... Winning the toss was very important. Old, old pitch, this one. Uh, Simon Willis brought it up in the commentary how he would have liked to seen it on a new pitch, but because of the internationals coming up, we couldn't. Uh, so whoever batted first was going to be having in the box seat anyway, and it wasn't easy for HKCC. As you can see, the score, 205. Big shout-out to Raj Kapoor's 55 at the end there. Yep. Putting that 55 on and not getting dismissed made the difference. If, if uh, HKCC only got to 150, 160... KCC probably wouldn't have collapsed as easily, I, I would suggest. But so, Rag couldn't have done that if Kinchit had, a hung, had oh, yes, not have hung around Getting as to that, Kinchit on the back of his 100 not out last yeah. week was out there for pretty much the entire game yeah. and did a captain's knock right when it was required, got him over the line. Like we said in the, in the wrap, uh, the middle order and top order for KCC collapsing. Yeah. We had seen it. All season that KCC top order hadn't fired. Well, it was the middle orders. If you look at that, fighting. look at that top three that they held all year. Pretty much, Sonny, Mo, Bubba weren't in the runs really at all. I mean, one of them, Sonny, eighty-one runs at sixteen. Uh, Mo Khan, eighty-seven runs at twenty-one, and Bubba, sixty-five runs at thirteen. You expect more from them, and uh, and it didn't come to fruition. And and they were saved. They were undefeated in the group stages, but saved by the middle order. Daniel leading run scorer for the whole competition on two hundred and fifty-eight. Jamie second on two hundred and fifty-seven. But they both failed in the final, and uh, and KCC lose. And um, look, it sounds like it was a one-sided final. Eighty-two big loss, and in the end, it was on paper. But when Dan Pasco and Wakas Bucket were out in the middle, and they were grinding away when there were so many wickets down, they must have been six down by then. I'd suggest there was. I, I was talking to the players from HKCC near the commentary position and nightmares of the two-day Fincher's Shield were coming back to yeah. them that these two were going to do the same thing to them and grind this out. Then Wakas he gave away his wicket just a little too easy and Niaz did come out and scored that 40, but he was coming out at number 10. So yeah. uh, the game was done by then anyway. So well done to HKCC. KCC will have to reset for the T20s later on. Yeah, absolutely. Back-to-back for HKCC. Deserved it. Um, just looking at the bowlers... For the comp, Atikik Bale took 11 wickets. He was the leading wicket-taker. Adil Mahmood took 10 wickets, as did Ayush Shukla, as did Dan Pascoe. Uh, oh, they, they were equal second, third, I should fourth, really, so. really mention Adil and Ayush too. That opening spell was just blinding. Adil's first over was mud. He'll right. admit it. It was one of the worst overs I've ever seen anyone bowl. There was four wides down leg. It was everywhere, all over the place. Then comes out and bowls the next over and takes two wickets. In, Unbelievable. In six balls. Yeah. Um, and Ayush as well took even, I think he got four for, um, including uh, double wicked maiden. It was just a brilliant quality. quality. It was quality. They brought the RA game and they got what they did. Yeah, good on them. Good on them. They had a uh, big win up there. And of course, uh, Bushy, you tip KCC, I tip KCC, and our guest tipster, Jamie Atkinson, of course, tip KCC. So we're uh, 
none from one. Uh, yeah, but, that, but I should point out there's going to be a long list of my tips getting wrong this week. Continue on. There is indeed. There is indeed. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that later on. I wasn't out there. I was up at uh, HKCC, actually, for the Sunday Div 2 game between the Wanderers and the Infidels, where the Wanderers went into this home match as unbackable favourites, unbeaten and top of the table. They lost to Dil Mahmood to the Premier League final, but other than that, they were effectively at full strength. Infidels went into this game backs to the wall and battling to keep their promotion dreams alive. Severely under strength with Niaz Ali, Mo Khan and Atik all in the Premier League side. And this was worse than the night before the match when Divan Balsara was also called into the Premier League side to replace Asik Azaz Khan. Wanderers won the toss. Yeah, they did, and they won the toss, and it was a good toss to win up there in the morning as well. They batted first, and Rossley and Zanol looked totally untroubled for the first four overs before Addy Canton had Zanol nicking off to Will Walsh just for 10, and they were 1 for 24, and then all hell broke loose. 2 for 24, 3 for 37, 4 for 41, etc., etc., until they were 7 for 46. Addy Canton ripped through the top order, dismissing four of the Wanderers' top five. Matt Rossley was left watching the carnage from the non-striker's end. Nawaz and Hazafa managed to stay with him for a while as he amassed a magnificent 96 of 90 balls to give the Wanderers some sort of chance. They were bowled all out in just the 31st over for 137. Addy Canton, I tell you, he was absolutely brilliant. He finished 6 for 31 off 10 overs. The fielding of the Infidels was impeccable. It was superb with all catches being held. Special mention for Malhar Vora, who came on. He bowled that 31st over. He bowled five balls, cleaning up the last two wickets, including that of Rossley, just as they, the Wanderers looking like they might get up over 150. Botfield and debutant Harry Thomas went out to the middle, and unfortunately the debutant was out on his very first delivery. Taron Lungani at three also didn't trouble the scorers, and when Botfield nicked off a great Danny Matt delivery for 22, when he was looking very solid. The Infidels were 3 for 37. A diamond duck run out of Vikash Vaswani, and it was 4 for 37 and game on. It's starting to sound a lot like, what was it, 3 for 37, then 4 for 37 for the two teams. Samad Khan dug in, but wickets kept falling around him, and Shahi Samir was dismissed, and it was 7 for 82, and 137 looked a long, long way away. In comes Addy Canton. A runner ball 37 from Addy in partnership with Samad took the Infidels' total to within 8 when Samad was dismissed for 44. Still nine runs required, and the Wanderers again looked likely as Malhal Vora came out at number 10. He took a look at one ball and then hit the next one for four, and then the next one over the rope, and the Infidels home in a thriller. A massive win for them in the context of the season. Yeah, it certainly was. It was an amazing game of cricket. Um, unfortunately, both you and I did tip the Wanderers. Jamie was rock solid with his Infidels, so... Uh, yeah, big win there for the Infidels. I um, saw the team uh, down here after the game. I, I came back from Tinkwong Road after the Premier League final and the uh, Infidels boys were here celebrating. I talked to Addy. I'm like, oh, here you got some wickets today. How many yet? Three? And he gave me the look of, biggest look of disgust you've ever seen and go, double that, mate. And I went, okay, well done. He was nice six for. He was unbelievable. He was just, he just took the mantle of that opening bowler and went to another level. Atik wasn't there, of course. Niaz wasn't there. Addy just stood up with the ball. Samir bowled beautifully from the other end as well, and Addy took all the wickets. Uh, it really was amazing. And then for him to come out and, you know, they looked gone when he came out. It looked like it was going to be a, a classic collapse. Turned out not. He just uh, was hitting the ball all over the place at HKCC, and they got home. So it was fantastic for them. 
Let's go to the leaderboards, hey? Batting leaderboard, Jason Loy, still top 448 at 74-plus. Van Van Ziel, 357 at 89, and the Infidels were very... They got him out early, and that was key. He came in at three, and they got him out very early. Mo Khan, 300 at 100. Of course, as we say every week, 276 for them in one innings. Bowling leaderboard, Arthur Choi remains top on 18. Addy Canton with a bullet up to second, 15. Atif Fayaz from the LSW Knights, he's on 12. What's the table, Bushy? Well, up to the top, it's HKCC Wanderers played 7-5 and one loss, 11 points. The Optimists in second, uh, they're on eight points in third. Now, the Infidels on six points. Uh, the Sri Lankan Lions on five points in fourth. And then two teams on four points in fifth. It's the Little Saiwan Knights and Cricket Hong Kong Dragons on the bottom with four points on net run rate. Yeah, it's interesting that Infidels are on six points, two behind the Optimist. But Infidels have a game in hand and a far superior net run rate as well. I was talking to Tom Ingram, who was in the Wanderers team, of course, on the weekend after the game. And he said... Um, I'm not even going to try to impersonate his beautiful British accent, but his words were, I don't think the optimists are going to be too happy with us. <laughs> <laughs> this was a banging win for, for us. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be too happy. Whoops. So, yeah, anyway, so Infidel's right back in the hunt there for, for promotion. So uh, it was a really, really good um, Sunday. We had the Division 2 game and, of course, the Premier League. And the day before, Saturday Division 1, LSW Sky Warriors, USRC Lions out of Mission Road. They were on the Astro because the final was coming the day after. A mid-table clash. Sky Warriors batted first. Could only put together 135 with Mona Dar top scoring with 27. At the end, it wasn't enough with Kamal Irag 44 and Jajit Singh 39 not out leading the way. A huge win for the Lions. Which Jamie Atkinson picked? Uh, oh, don't even start. And you and I didn't. Again. Another loss as far as the tipping is concerned. That's a shocker this week. Also, Go on. Also on Saturday, Tartars versus Lama. The surprise packet of the comp, Lama. They travelled to KCC for a top-of-the-table clash with the Tartars. Justin Heathcote, again, he led the way with a great 68 with Lama batting first. Callum Burke, he also chipped in with 25. And Lama were 9 for 167 after 35. A decent score, no doubt. One that could be bowled at. I was down here actually training with the Knights, so I watched this game and I watched this batting innings that I'm about to talk about, mm. and it was fabulous. Yeah. Um, Taron Lungani and the new bland Harry Thomas opened, and they started very well. Lungani, the first wicket at 73, first wicket and the last wicket. It's funny that wicket actually. He was dropped, caught and bowled the ball before, mm. and got out the next ball. Oh, really? Um, he mightn't have scored runs on Sunday, but Harry Thomas was great. 30, uh, 73, I was dyslexic there. 73 not out. And with a 39 from Summit in support, the top of the table, Tata stay exactly there and they've won by nine wickets. Yeah, well, we finally got a tip right, me and Jamie anyway, as far as Tata's are concerned. Pushing you tip Lama. Lama. I talked to the Lama boys. I told them they'd done me the dirty. You're still a big donor. You can stop a train. Oh, it's going to be better this week. No, that, Harry, that, that Harry Thomas knock was um. I was great. talking to him. He's a, a very nice young man. Yeah, I met him. He was he was great on Saturday. I watched a lot of that on the um on the broadcast from KCC, and uh, it looked a little bit scratchy early. But once he got uh, once he got into his game, it was fantastic, and it was really good to see. And I was really looking forward to seeing him on Sunday. But as can happen in cricket, he got a good one first off and nicked off, and that can happen to anyone. Uh, PACC Rising Stars versus the HKCC Nomads up at HKCC. 
The Rising Stars, they've been just so disappointing this year, and they went up the hill to take on the Nomads. Can they do something different? Can they turn it around? I mean, they've got household names in the Rising Star team, including Asib Muhammad, Hafiz Khan, Wahid, and Najrul Arana, right, playing for them. Rising Stars, they batted first. They find themselves 3 for 4, 4 for 13, 5 for 37, bowled all out for 99. Well, the Nomads must have had an afternoon tea appointment as it took them just 11 overs to score the 100 runs required. Our good man, our man from the podcast, Salhal Malvankar, 45 of just 20, and it couldn't have been easier for the Nomads. Rising Stars, I'll tell you, they're a real chance of relegation now. And I they really, did those four play? Yes, they did. That's shocking. They did. They all played. Can you imagine? They get relegated and you're playing your little Saturday Div 2 game. You might be 53 or 13, right? And you rock out to Jindrinkers Bay and you've got Nazrul Arana and Waheed Muhammad opening the bowling. That's terrifying. <laughs> well, I mean, at the moment it's not terrifying. They're obviously not taking wickets because they're not winning. Seriously. Seriously. You look at that line. Like, how can they be down where they are? Uh, they're not rising, that's for sure. Speaking of how they, can they be down where they are, we go to Craig and Gower Jingsung versus Charlie Bears. Oh, I should give you credit. You did tip the Nomads. I as did. did. As did uh, as did I and, and Jamie as well. And uh, you know, the other game, Jingsung, Charlie Bears, Jingsung came into this one right in the crosshairs of relegation and blowing their own trumpet on the podcast last yep. week, mind you, as well. Well, they talked the talk and then they walked the walk. They're off to a dodgy start at 3 for 13, but skipper Elliot Andrews and Alex Nash came together, stabilising and taking the score to 4 for 95 when Andrews was dismissed for a well-made 46. Tom Ingram came in, scoring 41 not out, and top scorer Nash with 56 was superb. Good to see Tom's backed it up, backed up his big words on the Instagram DM. Oh, 100%, and uh, he, he, he carried it out, so credit to him, 41 not. Jin Sung, 6 for 178 and right in this match. Charlie Bears off to a good start with the first wicket at 29 in the fifth, but then wickets fell at regular intervals. Uh, they could only manage 106 all out with Ingram doing it with the ball as well, also taking three. Elliot Scrivener also taking three. And Jin Sung battle to stay in Division 1 has taken a positive turn. Very pleased to say they won because I tipped them and so did Jamie. You're on the Bears. I'm very pleased to say that I'm once again relegating the Charlie Bears to the never-ever list. There you go. They can go on that, that. back. Back on the only, they were the only ones on the list. Now they're back on. Now they're back on it again. Yep. yep. All right. Leaderboard: Smart Khan, KCC, three hundred and sixty-eight. Now top at fifty-two point five seven. Anka Vashishta, the IC India Club Yodas, three hundred and fifty-six at fifty-nine. Justin Heathcote from Lama, his good knock in a losing side to the Tartars, three hundred and six at forty-three. Bowling leaderboard: Niaz Ali remains top. From the Tartars at 17, his teammate Mustafa Iqbal, 16. Parin Shah from LSW Sky Warriors, 14. Gives the table bushy. Well, with that top of the table clash between Tartars and Lama going Tartars' way, they're now well clear. Uh, they played eight, won six, 13 points for them. Lama in second on 11 points, nine games played, however. In third, the Gap Ramblers from Hong Kong Cricket Club played seven. They're on 10, so just one point behind Lama. One point below them, three teams. It's the Hong Kong Cricket Club Nomads. The United Services Recreation Club Lions and the Little Saiwan Sky Warriors on seven points. India Club Yodders, 
Two on six points. The Charlie Bears, the never again Charlie Bears and KCC Crusaders on five points. Pakistan Association Cricket Club Rising Stars. Yeah, getting very low down there. They are. Craig and Gower with that win move to four points. Jing Sung on four points. And at the bottom now, three points for the Punjab Lions. This is turning into a really, really good competition at both the top and the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, you've got... Tartars are on top, Lammer in second, but they've played nine on 11. Gap Ramblers have got two games in hand on Lammer. They're only a point behind, but they've got to play the Tartars as well. So they could drop that one. You've got Nomads one point behind that, having played eight. They've got to play Jingsung later on and Charlie Bears as well as Sky Warriors. So it's really open at the top as far as championship is concerned. Then you go to the bottom, Punjab are in a world of hurt on three points. But their draw is relatively favourable. They've got a Charlie Bears, they've got Sky Warriors, they've got Lamar. Okay, so you can see them winning maybe one or two of them. And they play Crusaders who can lose from anywhere at times, right? You've got Jinsung there. Okay, Jin, looking at Jinsung. Yeah, it looks that, a, that is a it looks, fixtures ahead. That's what I was saying to Ingram. He's, he's very confident. It looks horrible. I know it's a podcast, so you can't see what I'm doing, but I am making a vomit mouth because Tartars, Nomads, USRC, Lions, and the Yodders. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, you can lose all four of them very easily, right? So they're going to have to play out of their skins to win one game, let alone two, and two might make them safe. And you've got the Rising Stars. I don't know what's going on with them. And Crusaders, they're on six points. Those Charlie Bears are on six points. They're not out of relegation. You know, they're not in safety yet either, depending on what happens behind them. So it's a great competition. It really is. Saturday Div 2. Centaurs. Speaking of that, Centaurs <laughs> versus Gaitak out of Gin Drinkers Bay. Jamie Atkinson's former team. Yeah, Jamie. They need him bad. We said it last week. Jeez, they could have done with him. I think it's fair to say both of these teams have been very disappointing this year. And met out at Gin Drinkers Bay. Kaitak by an 84 not out from Captain Keeper. And number three, Lee Moore, led Kaitak to 243. I actually noticed um, Aria Panjwani, the HKCC under-19 player from HKCC, he, he took three wickets. He was playing for the Centaurs. Everybody gets a game of the Centaurs yeah, eventually. Like, well, they, 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 they took Jamie in for a little while. Now they got young Aria out. Well, Panjwani opened and scored a great 73, but the others couldn't stay with him. Centaurs amassed a good 205, but it wasn't enough, and they were defeated once more. Bushy, that's one in the win column for you. That's you two tip, now. You tip Kai Attack where... I think that's yeah, second that's today. That, that, and that's second and your last one as well. I can, <laughs> I'll give you that in advance. Uh, myself and Jamie were on Jamie's old club, the Centaurs, and, geez, they need him. Uh, maybe that draft system, we can extend it out to national players down into ex-clubs in Saturday Division 2. Yeah. The hell about the Centaurs? One or two games a season. That's right, exactly. Maybe not the bowlers. Someone will get hurt like Nasrallah. Well, Nasrallah. he's allowed to play. Well, he's got to, well, he might be playing Saturday Division 2 <laughs> exactly. next year. That's the thing. It's going to be a worry. Anyway, Laguna Gully. Indy Club Shiraz out of Campton, where, as we know, anything can happen. That was the location of Laguna Gully. Went ballistic batting first. Eight for 244. Shiraz top scored with 55. But Bavak Arun, Jaga, Chako and Shawaz Khan all made meaningful contributions. India Club Syria's gave it a red-hot go. Usman Mahan, 72 off 55. And Amit Nawa were magnificent. But 216 total left them 28 short. And we were all on the India Club Shuras, Bushy, Bodders and Jamie. So we all got that wrong. Ah, well, welcome to my company. Batting leaderboard, Ashwan Dakania, HKU, 326 at 81. Hamza Jawad, 316 at 52. 
Chris Ryan from Kaitak, 308 at 102. And on the bowling side, Asad Ashfaq from the Lancers, he still leads with 20. Rupesh Patad from the Lancers and Nikit Singh from the India Club Shuras, 17. What does the table look like in Saturday Dip 2? Well, that looks quite nice. Thanks for asking, Bottas. Uh, on the top there, it's the SEC Lancers on 16 points. They've played 9, 8 and 1. Uh, Hong Kong University uh, also played nine. They're seven and one and one abandoned, so they're one point behind on 15. In third, on 12 points, it's the little so one leaders. Then three teams on 11. It's USRC Tigers, HKCC Witherers and Kaitak. On 10 points in seventh, it's little so one Thunder. In eighth, on seven points, Laguna Gully. Six points for India Club Suryas. Three points for the Centaurs. In 11th, the KCC Saracens, just the lonely two points, but they're above CCC Hungsi on net run rate, also with two points. Yeah, Lancers clear on top on 16 and HK, HKU on 15, both having played nine. You can rule out the leaders now. They've played 10. They've only got one game left and they're on 12, so they're gone. But the two behind them, the USIC Tigers and the HKCC Witherers, they could, uh, if they put a string of wins together, they could jump right up there. And it's really interesting looking at that draw where. You look at the top, the Lancers have got to play both HKU, so there's a first versus second that's, coming that's up. That's next week, right? Yeah, and, the then, next game. and then there's Witherers. They've got to play the Witherers as well. So that is still open. You can rule out the leaders, but don't rule out the Tigers and the Witherers getting up there into the top two position for promotion, of course. Yep, the Lancers and HKU both have to play themselves and one of the teams in four and five. Yes, that's so very interesting. Huge games coming up in Saturday Div 2. There really is. And that is it for this week's massive outs and ins. It's time for ins and outs with all the weekend senior games covered. Here's Butters. Ins and outs for this episode. Two Sunday Div 1 games. It's back Sunday Div 1 Bushy. Four Saturday Div 1 games and just the singular Saturday Div 2. Well, let's see if I can do better this week. Yeah, probably not. How many have we got? Easy Total Tiger. Two, seven. Well, there's one less game to you, tip. You've had, you've had shockers before. Well, I didn't go that well myself last week. It was just three out of eight. Well, so. Yeah, so my two out of eight doesn't sound so bad. No, Jamie was five. He, yeah. he did us in. Anyway, USRC Elite. Sunday Division 1. USRC Elite. KCC Templars. I will be calling that game down here at Kowloon Cricket Club. So, top of the table, Templars to win. Templars will not lose. Uh, HKCC Scorpions versus URC, USRC Vagabonds. Up the hill, Scorpions, with probably most of their Premier League team back in, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, Scorpions to win that one. Two and two, on with the Scorpions. KCC Crusaders, Charlie Bears on Saturday at Cowland Crew Club. Uh, they're not going with them ever again, so I will pick the Crusaders once for the first time in a while, actually. I will be with the Crusaders also. They will win that one. The LSW Sky Warriors against the Gap Ramblers. Gap Ramblers. Yeah. Even though it's a Sky Warriors home game, it is up at the hill. Four tips so far with tipping exactly the same. I'm with the Gap Ramblers. Punjab Lions. I don't think we're going to be any different on this one either. Well, it's bottom, bottom Punjab Lions versus second place Lama. Uh, well, I will be going with Lama. Yeah, I can't tip. Punjab, so I'm with Lammer as well. Uh, Craig and Gower Jinsung versus USSC Lions out at Mission Road. Huge game for Jinsung. Lions. You're going to tip the Lions. Are you going to do it? Are you going to go back to back Jinsung? Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, on the Ingram train. I'm on the train. Craig and Gower Jinsung, they will win out at Mission Road. That's it for Saturday Div 1, Saturday Div 2. Just the one game, Kaitak versus Laguna Gully. Yeah, this sounds uh, quite tight. It's yeah. in the middle of the table, right? Agree. Uh, but I will go Kaitak. 
Yeah, I've gone them as well. They've been disappointing this year. Uh, Laguna scored a lot of runs out of Camden last weekend, but I am with them as well. So that's Kaitak, Kaitak. Only one difference there, the Lions versus CCC. And that is it. No, wait. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's more in and ins and outs this week again. What are you talking about? Oh, coming up on Friday. Oh, not- Friday, Masters League. You tried to sneak it in the outs. I'm sneaking it in every week. Ins and outs. No one cares All begins about... All begins for the KCC Knights. It's like there's three ambulances lined up outside the ground on Friday morning and lawyers as well, like just waiting for the business when um, someone hurts themselves. Well, if I let you know that opening the batting for the Knights this week is the man that you gave uh, the first podcast hat to. Uh, do you remember all the way back Chico. then? Chico. Chico is in the Knights team. They're drafting in... And he's Saturday players now. Well, he's not the only one, let me tell you. I'm just going to go back to uh, really? earlier stats. Really? are going to do this? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sunday Div 2, leading bowler. Arthur, Arthur Jew Joy. is in the side this week. What, what, what's going on? That, like, what's, what's most disappointing is at the moment I'm listed as batting at number four. Well, that shan't be happening. Oh, I, 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 I batted at eleven. And I was told I'm going up the order who are you this play, week. Who are you playing against? Yeah, I don't know. Don't. I don't know. I just turn up and I, I, I play. Uh, but yes, apparently I'm going up the order, so uh, that's a bit scary. Anyway, carry on. Wrap up Wrap up the segment. Oh, we have given this way too much oxygen already. There's only about two games left. That is it for ins and outs for this week. Enough from you, Bushy. All right, there it is, the big bird, the big plane coming into Hong Kong Airport. You know what that means. It's time for Sky Plaza Road and Bushy. I'm just going to explain what Sky Plaza Road is because a lot of people out there are not airport nuffies like me. And they, they think, why is this segment called Sky Plaza Road? Mate, when you named this segment Sky Plaza Road, I said, why is it called Sky Plaza Road? Because I had no idea. And I kept making mistakes and calling it Plaza Sky Road and Plaza Sky, Pla- <laughs> Sky Road Plaza. You did. Thought it was a mall. Yeah. Well, it is the road that runs outside where you get dropped off in your taxi or your Uber, that is Sky Plaza Road. And that's why this segment is called Sky Plaza Road because it focuses on everyone coming into Hong Kong to play cricket or either going out of Hong Kong to play cricket. And what a big couple of weeks we've got coming up. Well, a few weeks. It goes over three weeks, actually. Oh, so excited. What about you? Uh, before we get into Sky Plaza Road and the teams and we've everything. We've already started Sky I Plaza know, I know, Road. I know. Before we get into the meat of it, you know how we're going through this cold snap. And it's very uh, the, this very cold, snap. very cold snap. We're both huddling underneath a heater here at KCC. Mm. It's been cold. Um, I blame the ICC. Well, good because I blame them for everything. Yeah, so I'm on board. I blame them for the weather. The ICC are making the temperatures perfect for their new darlings of cricket, cricket Canada. <laughs> now in the World Cup T20. Now ODI status are getting into the World Cup uh, Super League Two. Uh, this is what the ICC have done. They've turned down the dial. We had 25, 26 degrees yep. all through January. Bang, like that. It's minus 2.9 on Motan Taishan last night. It's frost. Frost. Can- this, is, this is Canada winter for them. Actually, they don't arrive till next week and it's going to be hot again. I think it's going to be 21. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're going to get a heat stroke. But anyway, oh, that's right. my theory. Carry on. The ICC did try. Is the, is yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's, it's always the ICC. Get up for Canada. Anyway, we've got some squads out. I'm going to take you through the Hong Kong-China squad. Mm. This is the squad for the one-day tri-series and the three one-dayers against Malaysia. Captain, Nazaka Khan. Vice-captain, 
Yasim Murtaza, Adit Gorowa, Azaz Khan, Anshaman Rath, Ayush Shukla, Baba Hayat, Dan Pascoe, Daniel Bakari, the leading run scorer in Premier League, Isan Khan, Isan Nawaz, Harun Ashad, Martin Katsia, Najrul Arana, Zishan Ali, and Ronak Kapoor. Ronnie Kapoor. Not Rug Kapoor. Kiwi Kapoor. Kapoor. Absolutely. Based in New Zealand. Now, he's been selected for the one-day tri-series, not for the three one-days against Malaysia. He's in for the tri-series. So it's a 16-man squad. Daniel Bakari, fantastic to see selection. A lot of not surprising selections in there. Ronnie Kapoor, we didn't know he was available. He is. And the Professor. The professor, the is, professor in. is in Absolutely. at the age of 40. Dan Pascoe. Was in the Hong Kong A team last year. and no, he, he played. He's, he's, he's played been up and down. He's played Hong Kong before, of course. Of course, of course. But he's back in for this squad, which is fantastic. They've also announced the Hong Kong China A squad. The A squad will be playing the third place team in the Tri Series on the Monday. I think I've got that correct. The Hong Kong China A squad is Akbar Khan, Ali Hassan Jr., Anas Khan, Atik. Rahman Iqbal, Daniel Bakari, Harun Ashad, Jason Loy. Well done. Isn't that fantastic? Captain of CHK Dragons and a former My Story guest, Jason Loy. Massive well done, Jason. Leading run scorer. Maybe some better. Div two. I think that's fantastic to see him selected. Luke Jones, wonderful leg spinner from HKCC. Rag Kapoor, Shahid Wasif, Sharia Khan, and Shiv Matur. The young man. So, uh, look, that's fantastic. Congratulations to all of those that's players. That's amazing. What, 16, 20 to 32 players? No, there's a few crossovers. Daniel is in both. Oh, yeah. Um, I think someone else was in both as well. Haruna Shard's in both. The so, 30 mine. players. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Good luck to all of them. Absolutely fantastic. The one-day tri-series with Malaysia and Canada begins on January 31, and it will kick off with Hong Kong versus Canada. Mm, Canada, I've got their team. I'll run through that. Take me through we Canada. Go. The captain is Saad bin Zafar, Aaron Johnson, AJ Veer Hundal, uh, Dylan Heiliger, Dilpreet Singh, Harsh Thakur, Ishwajot Sahi, Jeremy Gordon, Navni Dalwal, Nicholas Curtin, Nikal Dutta, Pagat Singh, Sahil Malhota, Shahid Ahmadzai, Sheri Mova, Srimantha with Jai Ratna. Uday Bhagwan, Udabir Walial, and Yurav Samra. Is it a 19-man squad? It could be. Two, four, six. You're going to make me count. I can't. No, no. I'm pretty sure when I saw it, it was a 19-man squad. No. They bought a big squad, of course. They've got World Cup coming up. They do. They're in the T20 World Cup. Yeah. And yeah. as I said at the beginning, now do have ODI status. It's not. If you go to ICC... And check the rankings. They're not in there, but they're in there. Yeah. As soon as the um, World Cup League Two starts uh, in February, boom, they'll be in there because they've uh, qualified and they're up. So their ODI status and T20, everything that Hong Kong wants, uh, we're going to aim to be like Canada. And it's so great that they're coming down here to do this tour as they're part of their warm-up. It's so great that they're coming down here to get spanked by us. Oh, be cool. On home ground. Big call. No, it really is. We'll find out January 31st. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's great to see Canada here. It really is awesome. And Cricket Hong Kong, again, credit to you for organising these series. It's absolutely fantastic for the local game, the local players, the local supporters, and the podcast itself, Bushy. And the broadcast. It will all be live. You'll be able to watch it. Come down and watch it live if you can. But, I mean, most of it's midweek. 
Uh, but if you cannot come down to Tinkwong Road Recreation Ground from January 31st, we will be live on Cricket Hong Kong YouTube all around the world, except for in India, where it will be on Thancode. And Bushy will be down there commentating, and I will be joining him in commentary on weekends when I am available for mm. commentary duty. So we're really looking forward to that. It really is quite an exciting time. Um, we've got the Hong Kong Canada on the 31st, then on the 1st of February, which will be before the next podcast is released. We've got Malaysia and Canada, Bushy. New captain for Malaysia. Virendeep Singh, class player, Abs- number 23. Absolute legend of Malaysian cricket. He's so young still. Yeah. Uh, taking over from Fies, who's an absolute legend himself, been in the role for however long, the donkey's years. Um, where he was here last year. Both of them were here last year when we did that international series at Ting Kwong Road. And uh, both lovely, lovely guys and very, very good players out there in the middle. Yeah, indeed. It's going to be a great, Great tri-series, actually. And as mentioned before, the third-place team. I mean, let's, you know, I'm not going to predict that's going to happen, but three teams in the comp. Hong Kong-China could finish last, which would leave Hong Kong-China to play Hong Kong-China A on the on the Monday. Oh, there's a selection headache. Absolutely. With players in both teams. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Ah, they, well, let's, fingers crossed that's not going to happen. Uh, and then after that, there's the Malaysia Tour. There's uh, three or four games of... Um, Three games, three one-dayers on February 6, 8, and 9. Yeah, they're also live, and I'm also calling them. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, the East Asia Cup. Where you've uh, got China and Japan joining us for games on February, well, double-headers and T20. That's T20 format. February. Should mention that the um, the, the, the Tri-Nations and the Malaysian Series are one-dayers, so 50-over format. They are other, they're not list day. They're uh, other ODIs, uh, not ODIs, other one-day games. Uh, then we will get into the T20 format between uh, China and Japan. Great to have Japan coming in as well. Oh, absolutely. And they're, they're very strong. They did well at the Asian Games, and their under-19s actually got through to the, uh, the Asia Cup, knocking off our boys down in Malaysia. So those 14, February 14, 15, 16, you're going to have double-headed T20s out at Mission Road every day with a final in the morning on February 17. So we'll talk a lot more about that in detail as it gets closer. Oh, I've got a podcast um, uh, exclusive for the uh, third place final. I love a podcast I, exclusive. I do believe the third place team will likely be playing the Cricket Hong Kong Dragons. So whoever runs third, so just like you've got the Hong Kong A team playing in the one days in the 50s. Mm. They're going to have a game against the Dragons, whoever runs third. Yeah, I believe that's the plan. We'll see if it uh, comes to fruition. It that's, will, my, it, that's why a little birdie told me in the air. China will run third. Well, if they do, then there's a good chance they'll be playing against the Dragons. Well, they will. And I tell you what, it's fantastic they're coming and the development of the game in China is fantastic and Cricket Hong Kong supporting that. Absolutely brilliant. Even better, if that's the plan, to play a game against the Cricket Hong Kong Dragons against the third place team, which will end up being China. That's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, that's it for the men's. We had women down in Bunbury, Bushy. Yeah. Now, Bushy's, did they end up getting around to Bushy's mum's house? No, I put the invitation out, but then nobody turned up. Oh, really? No. Oh, of course I did. The invitation didn't go out at all. Why would I ask them around so to my parents' rude. house? Uh, yes, the uh, tour has just wound up, and from the memory, uh, they've won all but one game, the Hong Kong-China uh, women's oh, team. brilliant. Only went down to one game against Bunbury in districts. They beat the Western Australia under-18s women's side in all the games they played and lost just the one. So they won like five or six of the oh. games. So really good uh, 
uh, a training group for them down in Bunbury. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I mean, you know, we've got to know my story this week. We'll probably bin my story for the next few weeks, uh, given all the internationals. There's no doubt about that. But uh, later in the year, we'll get Andy Cottam on for sure and talk about that and many other things, women, women's cricket, because they're all heading in the right direction. I think that might be it for Sky Plaza Road this week, Bushy. I think we've covered enough. We've got a very big Sky Plaza Road coming up in the weeks to come. I have no idea how we're going to organise the logistics of these podcasts over the next few weeks, mate. I think when you're uh, when you're out there commentating, you're just going to have to come down. Road. You're just going to have to come down to Twin Kong Road. We'll get an interview with a player, and we'll do the uh, podcast we're, there. We're going to have to fight off the LCSD. Is that what they're yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Lock the gates out there. Yeah. The troopers, the, the the granny Nazis. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We uh, we won't let that stop us. Anyway, that is it for Sky Plaza Road for this episode. And now it's time for Bushy's birthday bonanza. All right, it's my favourite time of the week, and it's your favourite time of the week, whether you're in Hong Kong, Tashkent, Nantes, Bosnia, Omaha, Nebraska, anywhere around the world. It's what you're all listening for. It's Triple B. It's Bushy's birthday bonanza. Take us away, Bushy. All right, Potters from KCC. No one. From Hong Kong Cricket Club, however. Yep. No one. From Middlesex, one, no one. From Pakistan Association Cricket Club, no one. From USRC, no one. From the Cricket Hong Kong women's team, however, no one. Oh, my God. Are you serious? We've got no birthdays. No birthdays. It's Sean DeCruz's birthday on the 25th, and then I don't have another one for two weeks. Are you serious? I I can't control people having babies, buddy. Are we going to... This is unbelievable. This is like why people listen to the program. Uh, it's not unprecedented, at least. We've done this before. Yeah, I know. There are gaps in my... Uh, my. If, if people... We keep begging. If you've got a birthday and you want to be on the list, send it on through on Instagram DM. I could do nothing but apologise. <laughs> I could do nothing but apologise for everyone out there. That is the end of Bushy's birthday bonanza for this episode. Well, we've got no birthdays. Hi, my name is Sahar Maldankar from HKCC, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Well, that brings us to the end of episode 18, Bodders. That's it, mate. We are done once again, episode 18, end of the third over. There we go. We've done 18 deliveries. They're all been legal. Unbelievable. No whites, no no balls. No, no. And a great episode it was. I mean, Premier League final was last weekend. We spoke about that in depth. Hong Kong Cricket Club defending champions, well deserved. Yeah, back to back, well done. Very strong side, as always. Yeah, favourites going in and favourites got home. Uh, very good. Um, LSW, they were always going to struggle to win a game. Didn't win a game. Covered earlier how they used 23 players, 10 of them playing one game. We need this loan system. We need this loan system. Um, quickly, I'll touch on that. Uh, while they desperately do need the loan system, Asan can't out injured. If when we get to Premier League T20, Asan's back, not only that, Terry Khan has transferred across to Little Saiwan. That's a good duo. Oh, look, no doubt, no doubt. That adds strength to the lineup, without a doubt. But they're still going to be short of some players. Oh, for sure. And so we listed those eight players, four each from you know the young fellas. Oh, I'd love to see it. KCC or HKCC, you take a draft in. I think Ravi, you know, it was Ravi's idea off the back of my better idea about the um, 
about the. Yours is well, always the better. Well, idea, of course it? it is, because it's mine, right? Yeah, of course. Across the you know the franchise, we should be going down that path, but it doesn't seem like we are. Although it is gaining momentum as we keep talking about. So you never, never know. But we've got internationals coming up, Bushy. We covered all of that in Sky Plaza Road. Oh intro. My goodness, I am exhausted thinking about how many games I have to call yeah. in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. You'll do a good job. You do an okay job, I suppose. But it'll be it'll be great. It'll be fantastic. The rest of the broadcast will be fantastic. Exactly. Canada and Malaysia coming in, and then the East Asia Cup, which we'll cover later on. And why the league here? I tell you, from Sunday Div One, Div Two, Saturday Div One, Div Two, it's really heating up, especially on the promotion relegation. Now we're getting to the pointy end of the season. Yeah, and title fights are going on. We've got some huge matches coming up, so do not miss the next episode, which will be 19, start of the fourth over. We'll be releasing. Wow. Hopefully, if Bushy doesn't lose his voice, we'll be, we'll be releasing. If Potters turns up down at Tinkrum Road, so we can Yeah, that's it. right, exactly. So there's a few things, logistics, that we've got to work through here we on 8 always put one out. So that's right. We that's will. Right. And we will. And we won't let you down out there. We will not let you down. We know how loyal you are, whether you're in Tashkent, Nantes, Bosnia, Omaha, Nebraska, Hong Kong, Perth, Sydney, London, wherever you are. Bunbury. You all listen. Bunbury. Yeah. There's quite a few listeners in Bunbury. Yeah, I bet there is. I yeah. think they're both my mum and dad, but anyway, uh, carry on. No, it's probably the it's just the women's team tuning in to see if they get a mention while they're down there. That's well be. Yeah. Anyway, that is it this week for the 8 for 52 podcast, Bushy. We are done. See ya. The 8 for 52 theme song is the coin toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is written, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Tripperhead Limited, copyright 2024.